0: Welcome to Time to Write. I'm Emily Robertson. And I'm Amy Kelly. We are professional writers and critique partners.
1: We've worked in traditional and independent publishing, podcasting, and social media marketing.
0: Including my novel, Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, published by a Big Five publisher.
1: My long-running podcast, In the Middle of It. And Accomplished Authors, my business helping authors create an inspiring online presence.
0: We are here to share our creative journeys and encourage you on yours. From the writing process
1: to promoting your work and all of the messy in between.
0: We're here to remind you that your story matters and it's worth sharing with the world. Okay, it's It's time time to to write. write. Hey everybody, I'm Emily Robertson. This is Amy Kelly. And uh, this is Time to Write. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, how to navigate writers' conferences. Uh, But first, we're going to talk about our high-low for our most recent week. And so I will start by saying that my high is, it's summer vacation, which I just love. I love that, like, I loved it when my kids are small. I love it now. Like, I don't have to take anybody anywhere until, like, 11 o'clock. It's like... (laughs) And the low is, it's summer vacation. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Several years ago, I may have mentioned this on the podcast. I was talking to someone and I said, I just feel like I need to organize things better. I never get any writing done during the summer. And they just looked at me and said, what if you just admit to yourself that you never get any writing done during the summer? Yeah. Sigh. (laughs) Right. So I did get a little bit done, but I never, I never get as much done as I think I will because- Uh, the days are all weird yeah
1: yeah well and I would say just to speak to that a little bit like I have found like making smaller goals oh thank you and setting our timer and it so making smaller goals and being okay like if this is all I do today like that's good so yeah Okay, so for me, I would say my high is I've got a lot done in my aha scene that I've been working on for a while. And and this is the one scene I know we've talked about like don't rewrite the same scene or keep going over it and over it. For me, this is the this is the pivotal scene and everything else in the book depends on it. So i really want to like, so.
0: And I think actually that don't rewrite the scene and keep going over and over it, I think for me is more about the beginning. Yes. A scene like this, that is like a key scene. If you know it's not working, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep writing yeah. it. And I am revisiting something from long ago that I knew there was something wrong with the main character. No, there's nothing wrong with her. She's amazing. People that love Miranda, she's <laughs> great. There's something wrong with what she wants. And so I've been going back and just being like, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't strong enough and running it by people and talking to people about it. So,
1: yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. So, so yeah, that was really great. And then, um, I would say my low actually was just last night and there was a huge thunderstorm and we normally like we block off, we have a two-story house. We block off our stairs so our dogs don't come up. But somehow they finagled their way through the gate magically and ended up in our bed in the middle of the night, which meant like no sleep for anyway. So it was thundering and lightning and crashing, which is always disturbing to me anyway. And like last week here in the Dallas area, like three houses in my town were hit by lightning and burned, like burned to the ground. (laughs) So I'm like laying in bed with the, you know, the thunder crashing and anyway, and the dogs are like in the bed shivering and (laughs) anyway, it was a long night. (laughs) So So mama's tired. Mama is tired. (laughs) So, so yeah, so that is, um, that was my low and I am so excited about what we're talking about today because for me writers' conferences, I think of fondly because that is how I'm sitting here across from M today. And um, it's been several years, but but yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about that in just a second. So M, why don't you get us started with writers' conferences?
0: Right. So writers' conferences, for those of you who are maybe in the beginning stages, it took me a while to even learn about them. Like I was writing and like, trying to write. And, uh, I've mentioned before on this podcast that when my kids are small, we were really, really broke. And so, uh, I was a stay at home mom with very little childcare and was writing kind of like when I could and just, and then I found out about, uh, SCBWI, which is a society of children's books, writers, and illustrators. And I'm not even really sure how I found out about it looking back on it, but Mm -hmm. they had, uh, some regional conferences and then they have some national conferences. I have never been to the national conference, but I attended a few events in North Carolina. And then when we moved to Dallas, I went to the, uh, North Texas one and, um, and then a couple other conferences. And so I all of a sudden realized like, oh, there's this whole world that I didn't really know about. And it's really a great opportunity to both meet other authors and also learn a lot about the industry that's harder to learn just from blogs and websites and stuff like that. But I guess one of the things we really wanted to talk about was acknowledging, number one, this can be a big step for people. Like for me, like we had to really look at the budget and see, I think I was like, this is my birthday present. Like, because mm-hmm. we, we just didn't have very much money. So it was like going, it was like my birthday present. We had to arrange childcare because it was like a, Thursday, Friday maybe or something like that. So it was a huge 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 step and um to just acknowledging that for starters that it can be and even if let's say even if you have you don't have money or time constraints, it's still a big step to go and walk into one of these things because you're going claiming yourself as a writer. Like that's why you're there and I would say and we'll talk a lot about like having a plan, but also if you're going, if you're making the big step of going, one of the biggest things is going with like, I am a writer because when you go in, if you go in with like a, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm Mopey Mabel. And I don't even know why I'm here. Like that, you're not going to get the most out of it.
1: Right. Right. And for me, it was a big investment like you, like the very, very first one that I went to. My kids were very young and yeah, it was all those things. So it was paying for a flight. It was paying for, you know, lodging and food and all the things. And for me, I waited until I had a complete um, made product like manuscript. manuscript. One, yeah. So the first time it was a nonfiction and then the second time was fiction. So, so yeah, I mean, it was, and it was a huge huge, huge step. So um, for me, when I invest that way in myself, I try to like squeeze every drop out of it. So in the conferences that I've gone to, I've really tried to make a plan ahead of time and to have a goal, which I think this is going to be a lot of what we talk about because It goes beyond, I think, just looking at the speaker lineup or the agents and editors who are available to talk with, um, which if you're new and you don't know this, a lot of these conferences will include like one meeting with an agent and you pick three and they give you one of your three. And so, um, and you have the opportunity to, to pitch to them. So I would say like, yes, that would be the overall goal is to pitch your work and I would say it, it was really helpful to me to have kind of, um, what can I do as soon as I get home? That kind of goal. Right. Like, right. So, so, so it was the information as well. Like they have great, great classes on craft and all kinds of stuff. Um, so you learn a lot, but for for me, like the first, um, I guess it was DFW which is a big writer's conference here in the Dallas area. That is, uh, I went into it the first time I went wanting to walk away with leads to joining a critique group, which right. that's how I ended up meeting him is, um, I don't think you were there that
0: year. I wasn't there that year, but no, I don't think I was. No,
1: no. Cause I didn't meet you in person until after we had started. Um, anyway, so yeah, I met a couple of other members of our critique group and, um, and then we were off to the races, but I feel like it was a really good thing for me to have like a practical, you know, not just like, I really want to try to get a book deal or an agent or an editor or whatever, but a practical, how else can I maximize this conference?
0: Right. Multiple goals. Right. And so I would say for me, the biggest thing that I got out of conferences, but partially is Amy sitting across from me here is. I was so lonely in my writing practice. I did not know anyone else who did this. I really didn't. I didn't know any, and and I felt there's a way that because this is the path is so long, you can start to feel really like weird in your life, like you're explaining things that like don't make any sense to people. So. Going to a conference and meeting other people who also were writers was like, oh my goodness, this is so great. And so I would say, understand this. There's a little bit of this that feels like you're back in the middle school cafeteria. Like (laughs) it is lunchtime. You have a plate. You have nowhere to sit. Like But this is not the middle school cafeteria. This is a, you are a professional and what this is, is a professional networking opportunity, yes. which is also where you will make some of your greatest friends in the business. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple tips for that. One of which is practice before you go on being able to say to someone what your book is about in, in one sentence. And also like, is it middle grade? Is it adult? Is it fantasy? Is it a thriller? Well,
1: and we t- we have a whole episode on how to craft a pitch for your yes. work in progress. So go definitely, yeah, go listen to that for sure,
0: for sure. So you're going to go and when you meet people, you're that's kind of what you're going to say. And then as you meet people, this is the biggest thing that Amy and I talk about again and again, is trust yourself, stay in your body. So if you meet someone and they immediately are like, Amy, say one of the things that someone might say. (laughs) Yeah. Put me on the spot. (laughs) No, I will do one. No, no, no. No, no. Like, um,
1: I would, and I don't even know. So I would say for me, it's not even words that they say it's trusting my gut in, in the energy that I'm feeling from them. And, and there is often that person or persons who, um, it's, it's, And an energy of scarcity or jealousy or where they're trying to, you know, one-up you or, you know. Well, nobody's
0: buying YA anymore.
1: Yes, that's, yes. Nobody's buying YA anymore. Oh, paranormal. Huh. Didn't so-and-so write a book like that already? Like those kinds of All of
0: that. Like, that's not your people,
1: guys. Or even a look like, oh, here's, you know, you've given your pitch and they look at you kind of with that puppy dog head tilt and say, huh, (laughs) like that kind of thing. Not your people. Run away, run away, run away. And the temptation I think is, is because you're new, if you're new, and you go and you don't know what you don't know, then the people who have been there before and do know seem like, well, they know more than I do. And if they're saying this, then I should believe them and blah, 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 you know. No, like stay in your body, take a couple of deep breaths, be aware of what that energy coming off that other person is and then
0: run like hell. Right. (laughs) And here's another one. Take the opportunity. And I, this is so hard, guys. I'm, I'm going to say this is so hard, but I have gotten so much out of this. Take the opportunity to talk to the editors, agents and other people as though they are human beings. They are all book people. They are nervous too. They're book yes. people. They're not movie stars. No one's a movie star. I mean, there are, I mean, Channing Tatum is on the New York Times bestseller list, but short of Channing Tatum, <laughs> they're just people, they just work in this industry. So if you're sitting next to someone, you are not, the, the likelihood that you are gonna get your book deal from this agent that you were sitting with at this conference is near zero. But if you've read something that they edited you can total, or if it's an editor or an author they represent, you can totally say, "Oh my gosh, I read this book and I by this person and I loved it." Or you can say, "How are you enjoying the Dallas area?" Or you can say any of those other things that let you build a human connection with this other human. Yes. And then when you go pitch them, they have seen you before, but you're not pitching them at the table you're just connecting one human to another human and i also have one enormous tip that i have found hugely hugely helpful and it spreads good news all over the world which is if you meet a fellow author and you really enjoy talking to them and they write something you don't write and then later on you're talking to an editor or agent and they represent the thing that that person does that you don't do, you can totally introduce the two people to each other. You say, hey, writer, friend, you write X. Hey, this agent represents X. And grow the circle. And what that does is number one, it grows the circle. Number two, it gets us all out of the scarcity mindset. And number three, from a completely selfish perspective, it makes you look like a really nice person. Which you are being a nice person. You are. But it's also, it will feel better and you will find it is much easier to talk up other people than it is to talk up yourself. And so that's, you're putting, you're putting more good into the world.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's that whole having the mindset of a rising tide raises all boats versus there's only so much pie.
0: Right. Right. So, um. Do we have some other tips for people? I would say going back to the staying
1: professional. um, Yeah, you definitely want to have your pitch ready and have practiced it for sure. Um, You want to have business cards, whether it's a physical card or you have something like an app or whatever, but you want to have a way to um, collect people's information. For me, I always just try to make sure being the ADD girl that I am, I always like carried like a little pouch, like a zippered pouch where I kept them all in one spot. Um, the back
0: and, of my name tag. Oh, that's
1: a really good idea too. That's a really good idea too. So, so yeah, have a plate, have a way
0: to keep them all in one place for sure. And then what else would you say? Limit your drinking. Oh, Limit yeah. your drinking. I know. And, and some people who listen to podcasts are not drinkers, but, but I am, I do drink. I mean, I, whatever have a glass of wine have whatever. a glass of wine from yeah. time to time right right it, often the wine is free oh no 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 like take a deep breath slow down drink water like alternate or something because you this is a professional setting and the more you drink the more likely you are to act in a way that is not professional and the literally last thing that you want for people to remember for about you from the conference is you were that sloppy drunk. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's not the goal here. And yeah. I would say as an addition to that, and this is something, cause I've been to both writers conference for writing and then writers and then film and TV writers conference. Cause I'm trying to make it as a screenwriter as well. Watch for self-sabotage. For sure. For it sure. is easy to see it in other people. Sometimes it can be harder to see it in yourself. So if you catch yourself thinking, doing something, just take just stay in your body again. Just what we're saying: stay in your body, stay in your body, stay in your body. Pay attention. Right, but I think it it would be good to kind of
1: expound a little bit on that because I think Wait. again, it it's easy to see it in other people, and so I think, and again, hard to see it in yourself. I feel like it's doing things like, um, if somebody. It's like not joining the conversation, like not sharing your pitch or, s- or staying in your room, right? Staying like, in your room because you've got that not a fear in your stomach. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: just. And I like- would say, and I probably have talked about this on the podcast, is that, but I'm going to repeat it here, is that these things. They're about meeting other authors. It's not like it's it's not a beauty contest. It's not mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. and so I I know like my brain when it's insecure goes to a lot of negative thoughts about my appearance. That's just what it does. That is what is always done. And so if I catch myself all of a sudden having a flood of really negative thoughts about what I look like to the point of like oh I'm not going to go down because you know I now have a zit on my chin because I was mm-hmm. stressed out and. Or mm-hmm. if I'm tempted to tell other people about the zit on my shit, like meet someone and be like, oh, don't ignore the zit on my
1: <laughs> Right. Right. All
0: of that for me is yeah. all self-sabotage. Yeah. Uh, for me, gossip is 110% awesome. self-sabotage. Thousand. Yeah. So if you find yourself in a group of people where they are, instead of that lifting everybody up, blah, 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 blah. They're saying things like, well, I met this author and they said, blah, blah, blah. And you're being, you find there's meanness going on and, or you're participating in it. That's self-sabotage. That, that is a hundred percent what that is. And you can take a deep breath and get out of it. Even if, even if you realize I'm, I'm knee deep in on this really unpleasant conversation. I can take a deep breath. I can be Gracious with myself, and then I could say I have to go to the bathroom, and when I come back, I can join another conversation that isn't mean. Because the thing about it is about these conferences is it's there's no there's a temptation to be like oh there's an in crowd and there's an out crowd no
1: no all just part of the writing right and just one other self sabotage that you might recognize would be oversharing. Like they don't need to know your whole life story. You don't need to share your traumas at that meeting. Like if if you connect with people, then you can build relationships as you go. But um, and I love the way Brene Brown puts it. It's you share your twinkle lights, not your floodlights, right? <laughs> you, you know.
0: You also do not need to tell people your you can tell them the highlights of your author journey, but like Get a fr- This is such a touchy thing because on the one hand, yes, authenticity, honesty, blah blah blah, all the things we talk about. It's the same as social media here, right? Like mm-hmm. all the things we talk about. You know, queried a hundred agents before I got one. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like when I was in the midst of that and just had been dealing with a huge, massive amount of rejection, that's not the time to like um jump on someone and be like, I'm flooded in rejection and now I'm talking to you, you know, and that person's just gonna <laughs> run away. Agents are terrible, agents yeah. that I'm talking to right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not like the other agents. No, 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 no. Just don't do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, what do, so, And again, limit your drinking. Seriously, limit your drinking. (laughs) All this gets way worse. Worse. We're not trying to scare you. Like this is a really fun opportunity. Just, and and you're gonna do some of this. Like you're absolutely gonna do some of it. But the and everybody else is too. So. Right, right. Oh, I have one more thing. If you are talking to an agent and they are there with a client, I did not know this. They are there with a client. They are going to pay attention to their client and ignore you. It will hurt your feelings. It is just part of that. That is their job, yeah. Is to pay attention to their existing client, and you are gonna feel like, but you're here to meet authors. They are already sitting there, sitting there, listening to pitches for hours at a time. That is the thing that they signed up to do. So you know, if you are talking to them, and then they have to go because they have an existing client there. That's just the way this business works. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I just that's that is. True life experience of me, be having my feelings hurt about that, and then not—I just didn't understand. Right. Um, okay, so what is our mindset going into this? So I would say having
1: the mindset of it is
0: worth it to
1: invest in myself. It's worth it, and it, it is going to be helpful no matter what, right? That like right. you're gonna you're gonna walk away having benefited in probably multiple ways, right. um, and then also just back to being in your body. You can trust yourself if you're, you can absolutely trust yourself. And I would say even too, on the chance that you're that unicorn who gets, you know, requests for full manuscripts from someone, you don't have to go with the first person that accepts you. Like you want to be discerning and make sure you're a good fit.
0: But if you get a request for a full, please do it on a pretty quick timeline. Turn around
1: and what would you forget
0: yeah what is a quick timeline do you think in? i would say two or three months like okay. for sure and 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 it's do the best you can but it is not going to be perfect they don't a book goes a book goes through so many iterations mm-hmm. before it becomes a real book you want the first third to be as absolutely like good as humanly possible like because if the first page is bad, they will stop reading. But, like, you don't have to perfect every plot point and every everything. like, yeah, it is in my opinion, which is only worth one woman's opinion. But in my opinion, is better to strike while the iron is hot than to spend a year and then send something that you've perfected that they've completely forgotten about. yeah, so that is what I would say, and if-, if you don't hear back from them, that that's just part of the business, yeah. Finished is better than perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So for the practical steps, um, research. Like, look at, like, there's a couple of really, the Poets and Writers Magazines has a list of conferences. You can really decide. Um, you might want to do a regional conference first. Like, I really enjoyed going to that SCBWI North Texas because it was much smaller and I got a really good chance to talk to people. Um, however, one other thing is, if you, let's say you write thrillers, absolutely go to something like Thriller Fest. Go right. to, uh, if you write, um, you know, like you, you, you are going to meet the other people that work in what you do in those settings. And so I would say another place to watch for self-sabotage, if you find yourself like, oh, I write thrillers, but all I'm looking at all these conferences that are like, not thriller conferences, like, no, go to the, for sure. Because I'm afraid. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna tuck this in right here, really quick too. If you go to one of these and somebody pitches a book that sounds remarkably like yours, do not fret. <laughs> like it is Take okay. A deep breath. Their their version of the story is gonna be much different than your version of the story. Like it's fine. Again, it's not fine. pie. Not it's pie. Fine.
0: And no one's stealing your ideas. You you literally cannot steal ideas. You can't copyright them. You can't steal them. You, you early days. I remember being so afraid that someone could steal my idea. Ideas are you know people say a dime a dozen. Ideas are like a penny a dozen. Yeah, it's the execution that matters. that matters, right? Um, right. So what's then, next? I would say um,
1: do your research and then pick a conference. And I would even say um, if if like. M&I, you're, you are in a place financially where this is going to be a big deal to invest in yourself this way. Look out a couple of years. Most of these conferences, they're, uh, annual. Are, they're annual, they're around the same time of year. You can even plan ahead to go to not this year's, but maybe the next year's and give yourself time to kind of save and and do whatever it is that you need to do and keep writing and, and finishing your that work in progress. So,
0: um definitely pick a conference and work towards it right i will say as a mom there's a big temptation to bring your kids oh, no, no, like no. to stay at the hotel and stuff don't no don't bring your spouse yeah. don't bring your kids no 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 i know it sounds scary to go and stay in the hotel by yourself i i know that's terrifying it's i, I the weirdest thing about, for me, the weirdest thing about being a mom was realizing like, oh, I hadn't been by myself in, I think when I went to the conference, I had not been by myself in in years, yeah. like literal years. I certainly hadn't slept someplace by myself in years, but if your kids and your spouse are there, it is going to be so much easier to not do all the hard stuff that we're talking about because you're... They want you and the conference doesn't seem like it does. And so it can be really easy to be like, I'm just going to go stay in my room.
1: Right. Well, and and I would say I've done that first DFW conference. My husband came with me and he, he, he was fine. Like he would go and sit somewhere with his computer and work, but that just meant it was part of my brain was doing the thing where I'm like, where is he? What is he doing?" You know? Is he okay? That thing, and I will say the first one that I went to was in the middle of nowhere, um, New Mexico. No internet, no cell service. It was like a. It was. It, I was very much in withdrawal. Like it was great to be away from my family. My kids were still really little at the time, um,
0: but it was the best thing
1: ever. Right, like
0: it was just so good. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, it, it, and it's, this is the thing, like your writing matters. It's it matters. really important. It matters. And so it's okay if, if your, you know, family doesn't see it for 48 hours, it's okay. it's okay. It is,
1: it is. And I would say in a future episode, M and I are going to talk about that, like how to create Maybe or, or try to cultivate a supportive family experience for your writing, and what to do if it's not particularly supportive. Like we're gonna have some tips with that. So,
0: um, okay, we are out of time, but before we go, I am gonna say that the book that I am reading right now is not changing my life, but I am really enjoying it. Is the Atlas Paradox, which is the sequel to the Atlas Six. Which I read, and I am—it's multiple POV, and you guys, she just really manages to make these characters really distinct and different. You never have a question which character's point of view you're reading, which is really great. I think
1: that's awesome. So I would say I am reading Atlas Six right now. Her Emily's recommendation, so I'm super excited about that. That's that's the one I'll share for today. So, so yeah, really good, really good. Okay. Bye. All right. Thanks for hanging out. And don't forget, we do have a Patreon that we would love for you to join us and support us with that. And there's some extra perks and benefits if you do. And also, um, as always, leave a review or a rating yes, if you please. if you would like to. We would really appreciate it. That's how other people find our show. And again, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for being with us today. We love our people and we want to get to know you better.
1: So email us at questions at timetowritepodcast.com to have your questions considered for the show. You can also suggest topics by emailing us there. Also drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it thrill us. Seriously,
0: we read everyone. It also
1: helps others find the show.
0: We're driven by sharing stories and your review helps us do that.
1: Just remember your stories matter and we're rooting for you to find time to write
0: even if it's only five minutes. Five minutes, you can do it. You can do it.